Jazz Heads Radio. We find people whose heads are full of music and we delve inside just for you. Welcome to Jazz Heads Radio. Tonight we're live at Wakefield Jazz. Uh, we just had a fantastic set from the Nigel Price organ quartet and it finished with a contrafact that's right of body and soul which uh, really saw Carlo come to life and considering he dragged that Hammond all the way over from the Netherlands that was uh, it was nice to see him really really enjoying himself yeah uh, before you go back for the second set we've asked you to pick three tracks that you think everyone in the world should hear and the first one is something well from the first set it is it's, uh, it's, it was the first tune on the first set it's also the first tune on the most recent album Heads and Tails Volume 2 and it's a thing another contrafact based on the chord changes of Janine and it's a thing called Blue Jeans with a G G-E-N-E-S I thought that was quite quite clever myself there you go um, yeah and it's just uh, it, I, I just kind of thought uh, it, it happened really easily really quickly I, I just thought oh we need something like this like a real sort of Pat, Pat Martino-esque kind of burner and uh, it just it just sort of fell out really really quickly and it's um uh, yeah, it's been received well everywhere we played it. It kind of just sort of sets out the stall quite nicely, I think. Thank you. 
second track uh, that you've picked for us is something from another artist that you really really rate yeah it's uh, well um, if you if you like dabbling in the world of uh, Hammond organ then you can't ignore Joey De Francesco. and I was, I was lucky enough to see this band uh, earlier on this year at Ronnie Scott's it's Joey DeFrancesco and he's got a young guitarist called Dan Wilson with him who's uh, he came second in the Wes Montgomery guitar competition um, and uh, he's an absolutely burning player and uh, it's great to hear Joey playing with, you know, giving giving uh, you know a young guy the chance to really show what he can do, and he sounds phenomenal. Great drummer Jason Brown as well. Um, yeah, and it's just a really burning track, and they've they've really uh, stuck a great arrangement on it. Um, it's called In That Order. Uh, yeah, it's just 
burning Joe de Francisco, what can I say?
last track that you'd like us all to hear is a personal favourite. It is a personal favourite. Um, I've chosen, uh, in, in the end it all comes down to uh, Wes Montgomery really, and uh, this is a track he recorded with uh, Jimmy Smith on the album The Dynamic Duo, uh, a, a track simply called James and Wes, and it's just a blues, just a really simple blues, but there's just, uh, just something about the sound of it. It's just, uh, it, it just ticks all the boxes for the right sound of a uh, of a, um, an organ trio and for me it's, it's the blueprint for all um, well for organ trio sound and it's, uh, it's got a great shape to it and it's just a really fantastic blues and um, Wes is always playing for the music and he's uh, you know never just plays the guitar for the sake of it it's always for the music and um, yeah it's just, it's just a wonderful track with a great shape well, thanks a lot, Nigel. That's uh, that's really great, and uh, we've got about five minutes now until the second yes. set. So, really appreciate. It. That's all right. Pleasure. Thanks a lot. All right. Cheers.
Thank <laughs> you. 
we have the fantastic, awesome drummer, Clark Tracy, who's been to Wakefield Jazz many, many times. Have you found the club tonight, Clark? Well, it's always a great vibe at Wakefield. I mean, I've just been reminded by dear old bootleg Eric that I first played here in 1989 with my own band. Um, and it's, it's, they're so warm. I, I know the whole audience probably as well, you know. <laughs> it's just like coming to see your old family and up north, you know, it's great. They're right behind you. So it makes you play better. Great. Well, it was a really good first set, and the second yeah. set is always better than the first set. So Seems to be sometimes, yeah. We're in store yeah. for something fantastic. Great. You've um, got three tracks for us. Yeah. Um, the first one from your repertoire. What would okay. you like uh, everyone to hear? <clears throat> um, there's uh, a tune I wrote uh, called The Lounge Blues. Uh, this is uh, from an album called Stability. And um, the, it's a quartet with Ian Ballamy, uh, Gareth Williams and Arnie Somerji and myself. And it's just something I, I originally started writing um, with a Duke Ellington kind of naughty minor dark feel to it. And uh, you know, it's one of those situations where you think it's all right for yourself and you know, see what the chaps think and then you play it to the band and they absolutely et it up. It was, I was so proud of what they did to my tune. So. I'm very happy for anyone to listen to that one. That was quite a good tune.
And uh, for the second track, 
we've asked you to pick something from a contemporary musician who you think that should have a wider exposure or you think more people should know about. Who's that? Yeah, uh, well, I think what I've done is I've, I've uh, chosen someone who played... I, I run a club, I should say, first of all. I run a club every week uh, down in Hertfordshire. So I get to hear a load of guys coming through. And um, last week was uh, the Phil Robson trio, Ross Stanley on organ, and um, Gene Calderazzo on drums. Oh, great. And uh, that's about the third time they've been at the club, absolutely tremendous band. So Phil moved to New York last year, and um, he's, I think he's going to hit the big time very soon. It's, I've just got a feeling about it, and I really hope it happens for him. Um, but the, the particular track, he handed me his album last Sunday and said, here you go, stick that in your pocket. But I've been playing it this, this week and it's, it's great. It's an album called The Cut-Off Point, which I think probably refers to him moving to America. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a brilliant band. And it's the title track of the album. It's the title track of the album as well, yeah. Great, let's play it. <laughs> Thank you. 
third track is a personal favourite of yours. Yeah, well, as, as a drummer, I, I, I think uh, it's, it's really important um, uh, to mention uh, Roy Haynes. <laughs> um, and there's a particular track that he, he recorded in the very early 60s um, called Snap Crackle from the album Out of the Afternoon. And it's the first track I tell any student of mine to go and check out because the, it's, it's the ir irony that, you know, one sits in a room and practices away and practices your technique, tries to play this and that and the other and get, you know, you develop your technique and everything. And then you end up with, some of us end up with, you know, like a lot of technique but not quite sure how to use it, how to say yeah. Well, when you listen to this track, the solo, it's only, it takes three choruses. Uh, it's on a minor blues, just three choruses with a walking bass line all the way through it, which is quite unusual. But I think it's because of that as well. What he says on the drums is so simple, it's not true. Mm. He hardly is economy. Yeah. But the way, it's what he says on the drums is most important. It's melodic and it hits you right in the middle of your stomach. It's like, wow. And I was played that track when I was about 20 and, you know, it changed my style of drumming right there. Right. So it's a really important track, Snap Crackle. Fantastic.
tonight we have uh, Carlo De Weiss, uh, who's lugged his Hammond organ all the way over from the Netherlands just to be with us here at Wakefield Jazz. And uh, we just uh, finished the second set. It was, it, was, it was absolutely amazing. And what was brilliant is just watching Carlo just totally enjoy himself. And, uh, and the sax players, it was Alex Garner and the, the guys who did the support act came together and they kept looking over at Carlo and going, right, are we in yet? Are we in yet? Are we in? And he just wouldn't let them in because he was enjoying himself so much. It was brilliant. So uh, how was it for you tonight, Carlo? Great place. Uh, very nice people over here. So so warm welcome us. And it's my it's it's the fourth kick actually with uh, with Nigel, and and he he's done a great job. Uh, having so, putting so many gigs together and I'm just one week of the tour I'm here and so doing six gigs with these guys which I didn't uh, meet before so it's great real real fun fantastic yeah. well we'd like you to pick three tracks yeah. that you think everyone in the world should hear <laughs> okay right first track something from your own repertoire what is it yeah we played it actually it's a uh, it's a tribute to uh, Jimmy Smith and uh, the great organ player who developed the style the modern organ style in America so I wrote this song for him it's cooking for Jimmy and it's based on a song of um, Ray Charles uh, I got a woman and this this song is it was never released on on a CD, but it is on the internet, and it's it's with a, a great saxophone player from Holland, Benjamin Herman, and it's on the internet uh, for Dutch television, Cooking for Jimmy, so everybody could look it up.
And Carlo, the uh, the second track uh, is uh, we're asking you to select mm-hmm. is from a contemporary artist yeah. that's around, someone who you really really rate. Yeah. Uh, if I think of organ players, and I like Jimmy Smith and the American style a lot, but. There's one European player which which is really very special to me. His name is Eddie Lewis. Eddie Lewis. Eddie Lewis. And particularly one record is uh, Dynasty from the Stan Getz Quartet, and it's played live in Ronnie Scott's. And I had the chance to to perform in Ronnie Scott's in the '93, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, together with Mr. James Moody, which was really, really a blast. And this this guy, Eddie Louise, is playing on this record. It's a song called Dum Dum Dum. It's the first song of this record. It's 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 really organ to the max for me. And uh, and what should we listen for in this track? Um, he is not playing the way we we often hear the organ like a bluesy a bluesy instrument and he is playing it really colorful so he's he's changing uh, all the time the colors of the instrument and it, it, it is his own composition and it, it's really very melodic and Sengatz is playing really beautifully on this track so it's it's not the typical organ sound you know but it's uh, for me it was very influential Thank you. 
So, uh, Carlo, um, not only are you a, an amazing Hammond organ player, but you are applying all your intellectual energy to doing a PhD yeah. in the microdynamics of musical innovation, history and the future of the Hammond organ. Yeah, that's quite something. Huh? <laughs> I couldn't imagine myself for uh, one year ago that that this would be uh, the next step for me in my, my career as a researcher. But the nice thing, I, I got a grant from the, the, the Minister of Culture in Holland for this this plan. And so I'm I'm gonna research the, the, the history of the Hammond, but also try to um, uh, to mirror this research into the future because I've got some some really great young talents on, on Hammond in, uh, in uh, at the Rotterdam Conservatory, which I teach, and I, I I'll follow them uh, in their career too. So that's that's a part of the history, and. As you saw, my organ, my, my Hammond organ is, is quite special because it's <laughs> it certainly kind is. of prototype and I try to, to involve techno technology in, in, in the sound of the Hammond. Always based on the original sound of the Hammond, that, that's one of the main uh, goals to achieve. And so uh, developing sound, developing uh, education for Hammond players uh, and looking into the future how did it go what, what 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 was what was the impact of the Hammond organ to all throughout how, what, all these how years? did you get into the Hammond first why the Hammond ah, when, when I was 12 my father uh, just bought a record and the record was from Rhoda Scott she was a, a, an American player an American organ player uh, and I heard this record and felt in love immediately. And from that moment on, Hammond was my life. <laughs> I wanted to become the best player in the world, you know, like, like all the dreams you have as a 12 or 13 year old boy. So, yeah, that's my life. It's about Hammond. But it, it consumes you. I mean, I can just tell it, mm -hmm. just the way that you play, mm -hmm. the music you're into, and, and you're right, and doing a PhD in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it is your life. It's, it yeah. absolutely envelops everything. Actually, the, the, the nice thing about getting older, I'm 54 at this moment, is to give something back to yeah, yeah. a younger generation. And it's not a cliche because I really feel this. And I, I still want to, to play and to develop myself and, and play with other people and doing a lot of nice projects. But on the other hand, I see so many young, talent, talented people who are involved in this, in this Hammond sound. So yeah, there's, there's, there's a task for me to, to, to fulfill and, and to give them uh, what I know and what I can preach them. Absolutely, I mean, just, you know, the <laughs> way the you play tonight. And the research will help me to, to develop this, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And just inspiring people. I mean, it's just, yeah, you know, of course. you had a standing ovation it's tonight. It's, it's just It's always fantastic. about inspiration and, uh, yeah, and the love of music and playing so, together. So, what's the final track? Wow. 
What's the <laughs> ultimate you personal favourite that like, you want everybody to hear? This is so hard. For okay, me you have to narrow it down. Five seconds. <laughs> five seconds. I have to choose from Bach or, or Beethoven Whatever or you want. Stevie Wonder or Quincy Jones or absolutely. <laughs> what shall I do? Let 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 me. Ah, let me choose for Joe Zamino. Joe Zamino, the, the keyboardist of Rattle Report, uh, who, and you, you can choose any, any track of him because the way he uses sound and he, the way he um, developed the approach, his approach to synthesizer, which was really a new instrument in the 70s and, and the 80s, for me is, is a kind of uh, the dream to, um, to translate this idea into the Hammond organ. And the track? So let's take the, um, the song Night Passage. Mm-hmm. 